Hello there, this is Daniela Rossi. You can call me Danny. I am coming to you from my car in Toronto, Canada. It's minus 18 with the wind chill. It feels like it's minus 25. And I've been pulled over for a little over an hour. And I'll be staying here for another half an hour. Uh, why? Because I have a flat tire. <laughs> Oh, why am I laughing? I'm starting to get antsy because I also have to go to the bathroom. Oh, is this my tow truck? No, it's not. Oh, well, I'm waiting for a tow truck and I thought, well, I've got nothing to do. I should probably record my next episode. (laughs) Oh, brother. And, well, here, just to cheer myself up, I want to spend some time with you. So, uh, what I have uh, this week is, uh, this episode is a jam-packed episode and well I've got time so uh, <laughs> so first let's listen to uh, some feedback that I, that I received um, in audio format hey uh, this is Joe Sales I just wanted to call and uh, wish you a happy new year I hope you're doing well um, I also wanted to uh, say good job on the website uh, that you have running. I hope uh, your new year is a good one. And that's all for now. So um, I will uh, talk to you soon. God bless. Thanks, Joe. Thank you very much for sending your feedback. I appreciate I appreciate you taking the time to send it in, and I appreciate everybody taking the time to send in feedback. Uh, email it to coolstutter at gmail.com. Just record an audio file. Any audio format is fine. Um, I have software that can convert a bunch of formats, so chances are I have yours. Uh, if you have difficulty deciding, hey, just an MP3 is fine. <laughs> Again, email to coolstutter at gmail.com. I also received an email uh, from somebody. Um, I can't check the email right now because I'm in my car, as I said, and I'm recording on my phone, which is what I can use to e- to access the email that I was going, that I was planning to read. So um, I'll give you the gist of it. It's a woman saying that uh, she stutters, but she was always covert, and her husband doesn't believe her that she stutters. It's, uh, well, it's not really a funny story. I mean, it is... It is frustrating when people, you know, tell me, for example, you know, I don't hear you stutter all the time. You're not stuttering now, things like that, because people don't know um, that stuttering comes and goes or fluctuates, the severity changes. Like right now, I'm fine. Considering the predicament I'm in right now, (laughs) I, I, I really don't like being on the side of the road of a very busy road like people drive very close to, to you and you know but back to um, what this woman uh, was asking me for resources on the internet if there are any resources on the internet that talk, that talk about how stuttering um, comes and goes um, you know the severity fluctuates now I don't know of any um, I did when I replied to her um recommend checking the BSA website British British Stammering Association uh, at is it stammer.org or stammering.org I forget which one it was stammer. I think it's stammering.org um, and also the National Stuttering Association in the States uh, we stutter.org I'm pretty sure that they have it 
something on there. But if anybody else knows of a place, uh, please do let me know. The email is the same for text emails, cluestutter uh, at gmail.com. And also you can leave your comments in the show notes on the blog over at stutteringiscool.com. Now coming up is an interview that I made. I had infiltrated <laughs> uh, an NSA chapter meeting. Now the NSA, for those who don't know, uh, National Stuttering Association in the States, uh, they have chapters throughout the states, many cities throughout the states, all over the states, which is what throughout means. Uh, and let's see, what was I going to get at this? Yeah, so there's one chapter. Now, I forget exactly where, but it's in the interview uh, where they podcast it. So there's a podcast coming up, another podcast, another stuttering podcast that will be debuting soon. So let's uh, have a listen. Hey, Daniel, how's it hey. going? Oh, it's going fine. Yourself or yourselves? <laughs> uh, we're uh, hanging out here. We're having an NSA meeting, the first one of the year. So, uh, yeah, it's going okay. Yeah, so where's here? <laughs> we are in. Um, this is Union. Union, New Jersey. Union, New Jersey. Okay. And to whom am I speak speaking to? <laughs> uh, my name is Jim Josefsky. Uh I am a person who stutters. Um, actually, right now I'm pretty fluent, but. Uh, when I'm uh, in my situation, you will understand what I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you know how yeah, it is. Yeah, it comes, it goes, and you know, yeah. yeah. When you want to stutter, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And who else is with you? We got two more people. Hello, my name is Cassandra Pytras. Hello there. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm a graduate student in the speech language pathology program, and I also study. Yeah, great. One of the reasons that I wanted to have you on the on my show is because you have a podcast of your of your support group. Can I introduce myself. Yeah, we yeah. have Hannah, the chapter oh, leader. Oh, sorry, I thought you already did introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, my name is Hannah Leday, and um, I, along with Cassie, are the, we're the chapter leaders of the Central New Jersey chapter of the National Stuttering Association. And uh, we've been meeting for, well, we started this chapter in October of, 20, um, of 2008. And uh, what, uh, and what um, made you have the idea to start a podcast of, of your meetings? Actually, I think it was Jim's idea. Actually, I think, right? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, currently, um, the site I have it on is down. So if you search for it, it's not there. I'm, I'm going to move it over to a different site. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, I just figured, like, you know, I want to get out there, expand my comfort zone, um, be more open about my stuttering. Um, and just, you know, I guess what I want to do is, what I wanted to do at first, I wanted to basically have a podcast as opposed to writing a blog. So people who didn't stutter would know what it's like. Like I'm gonna talk about you know, anxiety that comes along with it, the fears, things that help me, what it's like. So I kind of always wanted people who, who you know, some people don't know that I stutter, but you know, other people they they know, but they don't know what's going on. So I kind of wanted them to know what it's like in the, on a emotional level. Very nice, very it's, nice. So how can people find your podcast? Well, I well you know. Um, it's now not that it's gone, set. but like or or down. I think in a, I'm sorry. I think in a week, maybe two at the at the latest. I'll, I'm going to have it up on a permanent address, and I'll let you know. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm just moving it over. And um, no, I do want to do more podcasts in the future. Just you know, there's so many topics that we could talk about, and I think that because you know we help people here, people you know don't show up to meetings because maybe they're I don't know maybe they're not in the right mindset to come here, and we can help them too. So you know, if they Good listen. Stuff. Good stuff. So what's so what will be the name <laughs> once it's back up? Um. I called it um, riding the wave, oh, okay. which is basically like the you know the stuttering block and how you deal with ah, it. Ah, so nice. Kind of like an ocean wave, you know. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I just wanted to say that when Jim um, approached me with the idea of doing the podcast, you know, I thought it was a good opportunity for uh, our chapter to experiment a little and do something new that we had not done before, and um, you know, perhaps create an opportunity for others, you know, to hear what we do at meetings and um, to hear how meetings have helped, you know, each of the members who attend reg regularly. Very nice. So uh, what have you talked about so far on the podcast? Um, we, I guess I, I asked them, like, what do you get from the NSA? You know, what, coming here, you know, what do you get out of it? Um, you know, the history of the stuttering. Basically, yeah. I mean, basically, what the NSA does for you coming here every two weeks. So, you know, for me, anyways, like you know, you don't feel alone because when I go, well, actually, where I work now, there's two other. I think three other guys who stutter there too. Um, they do a very good job of hiding it. I, mean, I guess maybe they're mild. I would say I'm more severe than they are because I, I avoid a lot when I'm when I'm stressed. Mm. That's still a big problem for me. Um, but um, I guess I'm not alone there, but usually most jobs I've, I've been at, because I work in IT and I'm a consultant and I've worked six months here and seven months there. I, I've had like 13 jobs in the last 10 years. Wow. <laughs> so, um, usually I'm the only one. Well, not really. I mean, believe it or not, I think IT has got a lot of stutterers. But Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think a, a lot of stutterers like to work with computers and then be engineers. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is is that they end up having to, having to speak to people read. Guardless. That's the thing. Yeah, IT, you have to talk. You have to talk on the phone. There's yeah. conference calls. Things. That's not true at all. You got to talk a lot. And there's a lot of complex words. And I really have a hard time with longer words. Yeah. But yeah. and you can't really switch switch them. <laughs> but when you can't, what are you going to do then? It's, uh, you can't do anything. Yeah. But no, nah, you have to accept it. You have to do the best to manage it. And you know, we all have our bad days and good days, and um, that's that. But um, no, I think I went into it when I was younger because. When I was in high school, my starting was at its worst, and I didn't know what I was going to do when I graduated. I was like, what can I do? So it was kind of a safe thing to go into, to be a computer programmer or software engineer. But, um, you know, yeah, you do have to talk, and I, I do feel that my speech has improved. I mean, I'm 35, so in my 20s, I kind of learned more ways to cope with it, but I still avoid it a lot. And now... Because of um, some therapy I had, I've, I've been in on the, uh, the McGuire program for about four years, well, probably three years, and I do find that coastal breathing helps me a lot. Um, and this, you know, non-avoidance and uh, I guess mostly classic Van Riper stuttering modification techniques like voluntary stuttering, you know, um, all these things, um, pullouts and things like that have helped me because. Therapy I had when I was earlier was fluency shaping, and it didn't do anything for me outside the clinic. So um, I kind of gave up, and I went back to my covert tendencies. But then I was kind of stuck in a rut, so I went to go again. 
I did also try medicine, like Zaprexa and Pagaclone, and I had no positive results with that. So um, I think speech therapy and just slowing down and breathing has really helped me and confidence. But uh, I still do struggle a lot, though, to be honest. I still struggle with the, the mindsets, the, the fear oh, mindset. Yeah. yeah, that I think is always going to be there, maybe. <laughs> no, hopefully yeah. not, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I've gotten better. Like, I've re- when I was in high school, and it, even my last year of college, I was really, like, in a really, really bad place. Because I was, what am I going to do? My interviews, you know, what's this? Yeah. yeah. But uh, I do feel now that I'm better. I mean, my interviews have been pretty well. As long as I'm really confident and I know the material very well, I do pretty well. And what about uh, and what about um, the two ladies? How has stuttering um, uh, affected you? Well, um, I'm Cassandra, and um, I'm 23. I've been hiding my stutter for about 21 years. Well, I tried to hide it, and I decided to enter a speech language pathology graduate program, and I decided to start accepting my stutter and to start working on it and be more, more, more positive about my communication. And it's been a journey and it still is, but I'm at the point where I'm feeling a lot more comfortable and I'm starting to accept, accept my stuttering. Um, my name is Hannah and um, I spent a large part of my life um, really withdrawing as much as I could I um, didn't learn at a you know a good young age to cope with my stuttering very well, and I had a lot of shame. Um, but let's see, I found um, the stuttering self-help community um, about six years ago, and um, that and a speech therapist that really helped me. Um, let go of shame and change my attitude um, really changed my life and um, then getting involved specifically with um, local chapter leadership with the NSA has uh, really helped me um, develop you know some self-confidence you know in a safe environment first and then I, I take that out and I um, experiment with my comfort zones in you know, the fluent world. Take me through um, a typical NSA chapter eating. Okay. Um, well, we always start out with, um, we ask somebody to volunteer to read the welcoming words from the NSA. And um, then whoever had volunteered to facilitate the meeting usually has a either a topic or an activity planned. Um, so then, um, but before we pl- plunge into the activity or topic, we do introductions. And, um, and of course, everything at a meeting is, you know, not mandatory, but it is a safe environment to stutter openly. And so then we start the discussion or the activity and um, our meetings usually last about an hour and a half. And then we always, now we close with a choral reading of the closing words from the NSA. Yeah, I'm assuming, so if you're assuming that I'm on speaker, <laughs> then everyone else can, um, 
can uh, hear me. I'm wondering if anybody else in the room wants to uh, jump on. There's one more person here. Yeah, actually, it's um, we have it's the three of us and one more person. Maybe George can <laughs> do it. Come on, George. No pressure. No actually, pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. But this is you're a veteran NSA. Daniel, I was going to say um, we actually we um, hooked up to you for this podcast after our meeting was oh, over. Some, yeah. Went home already. Okay. How how uh, long did the chapter meetings go for? About an hour and a half. Okay, okay, that's 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 a good amount of time. Hello, how are you? My name is. I've been a member since like 1988. Great. Wow, very nice. I'm an old person, so yeah. Seasoned. <laughs> so I've been to like. <laughs> Conventions. I've been to quite a few of them. Sorry? I've been to about 18 or 20 NSA, NSP conventions. Wow. So Which was your favorite one? Uh, probably 2003 and Dash Bill. Oh, how come? Tennessee. It was just a great area and it was there was a lot of interesting people and it was just a it was a real feeling of 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 community there. Were you there at Cleveland? I was in Cleveland. So we probably crossed paths. <laughs> probably, actually, I was in Cleveland twice. Oh, oh, it's oh, it's right, right. They they had a conference there twice. Yeah. So I'll be seeing you in Texas then. I hope so. <laughs> yes. Danny, may I ask, sure. um, do, you, do you have um, a regular uh, support group that you attend? Uh, kind of, sort of. It's not officially a support group. Um, it's a social meetup group. Uh, there's a website, meet, meetup.com, which uh, allows you to create your own meetup. So somebody... Uh, here in Toronto created a stutterers meetup group so uh, we, we meet about once a month and uh, we just meet at, at a bar a pub or or yeah. like what we did a few weeks ago we went to see the King's speech um, so in there during the conversations that we have you know we uh, talk about stuttering and we talk about the commonalities that we all have uh, the, the experiences uh, Canada doesn't have, um, uh, uh, while uh, we do have a Canadian Stuttering Association, but we don't have chapter um, chapters across the uh, con country. So I think what happens is every province, every city, you know, if there happens to be one, there might be a support group. <laughs> right. Yeah. So all the members who attend, um, they all live in Toronto? Yeah, and I think once we had someone came who came from a different city and <laughs> made the trek all of the way over. And then there is a Toastmasters group for for people who stutter that I attend, and uh, we oh. meet every second Wednesday. So, um, you know, of course, the topic comes up about sharing experiences and um, you know, same same thing as the social media group, and uh, we advertise um, each other because. Because some of the members of the meetup group go to the Toastmasters, and some of the Toastmasters go to the meetup group. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so um, this evening at our meeting, uh, we, well, we had a new member, so I thought it was a good opportunity for all of us regular members who were here to, you know, share a little bit about our journey living with stuttering, just to make the new person feel welcome. And then we talked about setting goals for this year, since this was our first meeting of the new year, setting goals re um, in regards to our speech. And um, that took up most of the meeting. So some people had a lot of goals and some people kept their <laughs> list short. Yeah. <laughs> so um, can you tell us about your history of stuttering? Like, you know, when you started and your therapies and where, where you're now, where you are at now with stuttering? My history started with, let's see, um, I started ever, ever since I started talking. So when I was a little kid, my speech therapy was in the 80s and all I remember was being told to take a deep breath and speak as slowly as possible, which um, it does not work for me. Um, mm -hmm. And also, I'm um, an impatient person. Yeah, there's one thing I totally agree with you is when you're in speech therapy and they tell you to slow down, like my mind doesn't work like that either. I like talking fast and really quick and being yeah. in the moment. And yeah, yeah you just lose all that when you talk slow and monotonous. But I guess the key is is the find the middle ground. That's what I do is I, I do more pausing when I talk and um, I do break up my words and I do try to, you know, be more animated mm -hmm. when I talk. So I kind of get a little bit more control over my stutter. So if I'm blocking, I kind of block in the pause and not block when, when I'm talking. Yeah. It's very hard to do. But uh, yeah, you're right though. I, too, I do agree when you're doing like monotonous therapy you lose your personality in a way. It's like you don't, you're not talking the way you really are. Yeah. Cassie, were you going to say something? Oh, yeah. I was just um, thinking of a slightly different topic. We were also discussing the movie uh, the, the King's Speech, and we were discussing this evening how much attention, how much positive attention it's receiving in the States here. And I was wondering if there's the same amount of positive attention that's receiving in Canada. Yes, Def, uh, definitely. It's so refreshing to see it in a positive sense. It's no more jokes, no more, you know, degrading and all that. It's very, very nice. Yeah, have you all seen the, move, the movie? I haven't yet. I have. I'm the only one who has seen it. I'm going to see it tomorrow. Yeah, George thought so. Pretty soon, I think I have the date um, almost pinned down. Um, our chapter is going to be hosting an info table and a panel discussion um, after nice. the King's Speech at a theater here in New Jersey. Wow. Yeah, it's either going to be um, in one week or two weeks. <laughs> I've been working with the theater owner and um, trying to pin, pin it down. You'll be yeah. in the movie theater? And you're presenting yes, are wow. Yeah, and um, they're going to we're we're going to be up on the stage after the movie, um, in a panel discussion and quick question and answer. That's very nice. You know, we we should yeah. should think of doing something like that here. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, a few a few chapters have been able to do this. Oh. Um, here. And um, uh, from what I've been reading, um, they've all been. Um, pretty kind of surprised and gratified at the amount of people who do choose to stay for the panel discussion after the movie. Oh, all right. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. You guys rock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you rock. Thank you. <laughs> cool. True, true, true. So true. I was going to say, uh, I know I saw on your website, you have this thing called the, the tiger analogy yes. or something like that, yeah. where it's about voluntary stuttering, right? Uh, kind of, sort of, yes. It's, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry. Go I was going to say, that's a, it's a very, very strong tool that I began to use like a few years yeah. ago. You know, you're, you're in control of it. Like usually when I was like younger, I would stutter like so bad, my hands would shake wow. and it, it was just be like this like a panic attack but then like if i do it on purpose if i try to mimic what i was doing i have more control of it when it, when it does happen and you know it doesn't work all the time but it's almost like you know flipping you know it's like you know flipping the switch where you have control and i think that's that's a powerful tool yeah to do. yeah i i still haven't mastered voluntary stuttering it's sad because I know it's a great tool, and I still mm -hmm. am trying to pinpoint, trying to sharpen that skill. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of courage to do it yeah. when you're alone. Like I, like for example, this Sunday I'm gonna go to Manhattan and meet some uh, McGuire grads, and we're gonna go out there and we're gonna let it rip in Central Park <laughs> with voluntary stuttering. Like we get walkaways, we stutter for like a, a minute straight, two minutes, but we're doing it to desensitize ourselves. And when I'm there, I do great. But when you're alone, it's harder. It's yeah, a lot harder. Yeah. Any tips? For me, I'm at a point now where I could do contacts and ask for directions and things pretty well. I usually start breaking up after a long conversation. So for me, I try to keep a conversation going long and not keep it formal. Like I like to do things that generally kind of like where there is a lot of, there's a lot of risk. It's not like I'm asking for, you know, where is this place? Where is that? Where can I find this? Like, I kind of like want to have the, uh, I want to have risk in there where basically I can get rejected. And that brings a lot of fear. Like if I ask someone, Hey, you know, maybe we can go get a drink or maybe we could do this. Wow. I'm going to feel being rejected. So even if I really, even if I don't care about getting a drink with this girl who, or whoever it is, you know, putting the fear in there, while I'm doing a contact will make it harder. And therefore the more I do it, I hope the better I get at it. So you practice voluntary stuttering on a date or when you're picking up girls? <laughs> no, I haven't done that yet, but what I, because I'm thinking, thing what I, so a stutterer walks into a bar, you know, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess what you could do is if the date's not serious, yeah, you, you should be able to do it. And I probably would do it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done it lately, to be honest, but um, if a date is serious, maybe, I mean, I usually would tell them in the second date that I, I stutter but um oh. at first no nah, it's tough it's hard yeah, yeah. you know yeah not George does his voluntary stuttering a lot he, he'll share with you about it sure yeah I'm uh been doing voluntary stuttering for about the past year and a half now and see for me I have my own form of like voluntary stuttering where I don't like like purposely like Everyone like repetitions because see, I'm a blocker, I'm not a repeater. So I guess for me, I'm pretty confident that there are certain words that I am going to like involuntary stutter on. So I think what I try to do is words that I go, especially in like 
high pressure situations that I'll have problems with that I'll like um, try and say that word in an easier manner with a voluntary stutter and it seems to really be quite helpful. So I'm still here, <laughs> pulled over, um, waiting for my tow truck. And I uh, just wanted to share something where uh, there's... Now, I've mentioned before on the show, PodCamp Toronto. It's, it's, it's a conference that I'm a, that I'm a co-organizer. And today, we went downtown. That's why I'm in my car. Uh, to film video, uh, video uh, promos for it. And, well, I didn't expect that I would be asked to be in the video, but I ended up being in the video. And <laughs> I was told, we were told oh, by the videographer, okay, now everybody first start by introducing your names. I'm going, oh, no. So all you hear, like I, so, so basically what I did was, um, what was running through my head, it was like, well, do I disclose my stuttering on a promo? <laughs> For something that's not stuttering related, so what I did instead was I I, I just I, I would say guys you know just so you know I stutter and I and I have trouble saying my own name. If you don't mind, I'll let me be the first one to say my name. So at least that way, as many takes as it you know as I require for me to finally say it fluently, and it took a lot of takes. And this made me think about. Uh, a session that I had or a workshop that I had uh, attended at the NSA conference back in July where uh, Justin, uh, the person who gave the session, he was talking about um, when celebrities who stutter, so Julia Roberts, uh, the guy that did um, the voice of Darth Vader, you know, when they do voiceovers in TV commercials and all that, you know they don't stutter like they you know keep doing takes well I don't know if they do take after take after take um, just you know you never hear people stutter in TV commercials so he asked you know is it right for them to do that you know to keep uh, doing take after take until you know you say it fluently or you know you edit out the stuttering and all that you know it's a real like that's that stayed with uh, with me and you know as you can see it stayed with me now and thinking that like you know is you know and so I thought to myself you know this is not the place for it you know um, for the disclosing or at the same time I mean, we also didn't have the time for it you know hi my name is this and my podcast is stutteringiscool.com hi my name is so and so my podcast is something else.com you know, like to like we didn't have the time to introduce ourselves fully. Like, this is what my website is. This is why I talk like this. Or, so, I think in that case it was fine. I mean, there was a stutter, a big one. <laughs> so I don't know if, if the videographer will keep it. Like, like, uh, like he won't make the decision based on well he's stuttering. Like, it all has to do with we have a very short time frame. The video is only ninety seconds max. Um, you know he's going to take a bit of everything um you know things have to make sense so if what i said um you know what i stuttered if if it definitely definitely needs to be in then he'll keep it you know like he'll decide well i'll keep it is he going to think oh 
you know, I can't because he, stut- he uh, stutters in it. Or is he going to think, well, you know, he was up front with his stuttering, you know. Um, but I'll never know about that until I see the video. And if it's not in there, I'll never know if it was something vital. Because re- 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 really what I said wasn't even something that needs to stay in. Like it's no big whoop. And, you know, and I'm not even going to ask. Like I don't mind it. I I personally don't see anything wrong with it if he keeps it in hey kudos (laughs) perfect but there's a lot to think about yeah like um i mean it's out of context it's like oh this guy's stuttering or 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 this guy's speaking funny um you know maybe when we when we post it on the conference website well i mean i was thinking you know well let's just introduce ourselves you know i can say daniela rossi uh, who produces stuttering school podcast you know at least that provides some context because otherwise people will you know maybe thinking huh what was that that was really you know, it becomes distracting um from the message of the video anyway just thought that i'd share that with the ui i asked uh, the videographer to uh, um give me a clip of that where i kept trying to do take after take of saying my name because uh, I want to share with you guys post it online whatever <laughs> you're probably sick of hearing the of my high beams I still have 20 minutes left to, to wait oh well coolstutter at gmail.com send me your feedback audio format is what I prefer because I can play it on the air if not, don't worry. There's text and you can also leave comments in on the blog posts for the show at stutteringiscool.com. Until then, take care of your cars. <laughs>